Uh, I've asked Ira Melman to join us, who's media director for the Federation for American Immigration Reform, otherwise known as FAIR. Uh, Ira, it's good to have you back on the program. Thanks for the time tonight. Thanks. Good to be back. So I've listed off my favorite things that are wrong with the media's coverage of uh, what's going on at our southern border and what the president's role in it is. Uh, what should we know about zero tolerance and so-called family separation? Well, what we're missing is the full picture here. You hear a lot of half-truths. Uh, basically, the administration is faced with two bad choices when it comes to arresting and detaining people who have children in tow. Uh, the two choices are uh, that you allow the children to be used as a get-out-of-jail-free card, which was the position of the Obama administration, uh, and they entered into a consent decree uh, with a court order some years ago that said you cannot detain families with children for more than 20 days, which is nearly enough time to determine whether they have a, a legal claim to remain in the United States. Uh, or you can hold the parents for much longer, uh, but that means you have to separate them from their kids. Now, both of these are bad choices. Nobody is denying that these are bad choices. Nobody wants to see kids separated from their parents. Congress could have fixed this problem a long time ago. They could fix this problem today if they wanted to. Uh, but you have a Democratic Party now that is just beholden to the open borders interests. Uh, if it means detaining people with their children, uh, they're simply not interested in it, and they're going to try to block it. Uh, but the fact of the matter is there have to be more options on the menu than allowing children to be get-out-of-jail-free cards or separating families. Uh, we need more choices. Congress can give that to the administration if they choose to. Well, I'm not going to disagree with you 100%, Ira, but let me have this minor disagreement. I don't want them used as get-out-of-jail-free cards. On the other hand, when we say, but kids are separated from their parents, I keep reminding people that in every single American city, as you and I are speaking, if the police are arresting mom or dad or both of children, the children who are in that equation on any kind of crime that causes mom or dad to be arrested and kept in custody for a day or a month or a year uh, are separated from their parents. And you say, but they may have nearby relatives. They may. In some cases, they may not. There are plenty of single dads out there who may get arrested, and if they have kids at home that they've been caring for, they will be separated from dad. Mom's the same. And if mom and dad are both arrested because they're both involved in the, in the uh, you know, whatever con uh, criminal activity they've been involved in, then their kids are separated from mom and dad. Now, if there's nearby relatives, then they can go there. But this is not something that's brand new. It is, in fact, something that is relatively common throughout America, and that's the way we treat American citizen kids and American citizen parents. So why should we seek, why should we seek a higher level of protection for either the children or the parents of foreign nationals who've sneaked into our country illegally than we do for ordinary garden variety criminals throughout our country? We shouldn't, uh, and you're absolutely right. In every other context, we hold the people who break laws responsible for the consequences to innocent family members, in this case, children. Uh, but, you know, but there is a, a reasonable alternative here. Uh, we're going to hold the parents. There's no reason why we can't hold the children. They are also in the country illegally and subject to deportation. But the law, as it's now uh, the, based on the agreement the Obama administration entered into, we are limited to 20 days. So the kids have to be placed somewhere. Uh, in many cases, they are placed with relatives who are in the United States. Many of them are here illegally themselves, but right. that's another matter. 
uh, you know, it's only a relatively small number that are in the custody of the Department of Health and Human Services. But the, the ideal situation is to adjudicate these cases as quickly as possible, keep the family together. Uh, either they, you know, all qualify together or they're all removed together. Uh, but, but that's an option that simply isn't on the table right now. I can go for that. And I've been explaining, and you tell me if I'm wrong about this, but my understanding was in some cases, the parents and the kids end up separated because the parent is adjudicated very quick, relatively quickly, and they say, no, your asylum claim is not valid, and we're going to deport you back. But the kids who have greater rights of appeal uh, are sometimes not deported for some longer period of time. So in the interest of trying to give kids a little bit more of a benefit of the doubt, greater levels of appeal, the kids are often held, as I understand it, for a longer period of time than mom and dad. So mom and dad end up back in Guatemala or El Salvador or wherever because they're deported, and their kids end up effectively in the custody of the state or the United States uh, a longer period, which can be even a year or more. So, you know, I would be all in favor of saying if you want to have the whole family deported, fine, you can all go home together. Uh, but, but I think there are lawyers out there who say, oh, no, this child has a chance to fight his deportation and we'll keep him here while mom and dad are a thousand miles away. Am I wrong about that? No, you're not wrong. And there's another law that Congress has known uh, is broken and refuses to fix. Uh, it is the uh, law that was initiated to prevent human trafficking that ironically has resulted in human trafficking and human smuggling. It says that any minor who arrives at the United States border other than a Canadian or a Mexican national has to be allowed to remain here and to press a claim for, for staying in the United States permanently. Uh, we, we simply cannot turn them around because uh, the Anti-Trafficking Act actually encourages people to have their kids smuggled into the United States. Uh, there's no reason why we should treat children from Guatemala or Honduras differently than we treat children from Mexico. True. Uh, you know, it, it is a law that needs to be fixed, but, you know, we have a do-nothing Congress, and they're living up to their reputation. And, Ira, how much of this would be a problem if we had a real physical barrier at the border and people who wanted to cross were forced to go to the legitimate crossing points and make their asylum claim there? Well, that you would still have the issue if you show up even at a legitimate port of entry and you say, I want to press a claim for political asylum or I'm a minor, I want to be able to stay here, you're still going to be confronted with the same situation. Yeah, but you'll be on one side of the border instead of inside the United States, and that does make a legal difference, doesn't it? Right, uh, but as soon as you set foot uh, on U.S. soil, then you are entitled to a whole bunch of rights. Uh, and that's precisely what we did with the caravan that came up from Central America back in May. Uh, they held them on the other side of the border. They only allowed a few at a time to come through the port of entry and press their claims. Uh, that way you didn't have these huge backups and people stacked in these detention centers. Uh, you know, that's certainly a way to deal with it. But one way or the other, Congress has to fix these loopholes in the law. Uh, the Attorney General has done some things on his own. He has said, look, we're not going to uh, recognize political asylum claims based on an abusive spouse or just general violence in your society. Uh, as unfortunate as that is, that simply cannot qualify for uh, political asylum in a world that's just ripe with failed states and more failing all the time. 
so, you know, he has narrowed the definition uh, of what might qualify for asylum here in the United States, which should deter some people. Uh, then, then Congress needs to do what it needs to do, which is allow the family unit to be held together for a longer period of time, and also to end this ridiculous policy of saying that, you know, we can send children back to Mexico in 10 minutes, but we have to let children from Guatemala stay here for five years while they argue for the reason to stay here. How about this? <clears throat> Should we, could we get some cooperation from the Mexican government? My impression is they guard their southern border fiercely and they leave it wide open at the north end. So Mexico is part of the problem and we're right in the middle of renegotiating NAFTA. Should the president use the bully pulpit to demand that Mexico start to say, we're not going to let you just travel through our country and then exit the northern border? Uh, that, 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 that is, it's problematic for the United States. It's problematic for the people crossing. Quickly, because I'm, I'm coming up to the yeah. break. I mean, we can and we should, but it doesn't absolve Congress of not fixing the policies and laws that we have in place that encourage this. So, yeah, the Mexicans could be doing more, uh, but we can't blame it on the Mexicans if we have bad policies and bad no, laws. That's, you're absolutely right about that. Ira, I'm looking forward to Feet to the Fire in September as we press Congress's Feet to the Fire. And let's hope they don't make all the decisions before then. That's Ira Melman from FAIR. We'll be back in a moment. I'll get to your phone calls and emails. You're listening to the Lars Larson Show.